Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sounds good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Dr. Naftali Hoff. How are you doing, Dr. Naftali, and where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I am doing great. Thank you so much. And I'm hanging out in northern New Jersey, just straight across from New York City. Wonderful. Dr. Naftali Hoff is a performance coach and trainer. He crafts solutions to help leaders optimize their performance and success. He's the author of Becoming the New Boss, a leadership book that helps new leaders hit the ground running and enjoy sustained success and becoming the productive boss, a new book that helps leaders and their teams get more of the right work done. I think your mission to help you and your team get more done is just remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Dr. Naftali. <laughs> My pleasure, and I'm looking forward to discussing it further. Okay, here we go. So uh, let's dive right in. So the first thing I'd like to know is who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? My ideal client is someone in a leadership position, typically a small business owner or a team leader. Their biggest challenge is managing themselves and others with a particular emphasis on productivity. And so they're working hard, but they're not necessarily working smart. Mm. And so I'm trying to help them to reimagine what that looks like. What, what are the indicators? <laughs> so um, just the indicators are, for example, that they don't have their day scheduled. Mm -hmm. um, they feel like they don't, that they're, that they're working hard, but they can never get ahead of their work. So they're working really long hours. They're burnt out. Um, they're not delegating. Things like mm -hmm. this. Understood. Thank you for clarifying. So um, uh, assuming we're all human, right? Uh, so what are common mistakes uh, your clients typically make when trying to solve that kind of problem? So they think they equate busyness with productivity. And so they think if they're going to work harder, they're going to get better results. And oftentimes people don't realize that more work doing it the same kind of way is not going to be the solution. The solution is working smarter and leveraging your time and your resources by delegating, by finding more of the right people, figuring out what specifically you want people to be able to do. Can you create alignment between their skill sets and the job that's necessary? How do you fill gaps as appropriate? Mm -hmm. And how do you stick with it for long enough to ensure that the delegation or whatever training you're providing actually works? Because oftentimes we start, things aren't going as well as we anticipated. We get frustrated and then we scale back. We say, see, I told you it's not going to work. Um, and then we go back to the way we've been doing it all along. Hmm, exactly. And there were any gaps, right? <laughs> so. So before I ask Dr. Naftali, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Dr. Naftali, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue? Stop using a to-do list and start calendaring everything you need to get done. So instead of making this list that's in front of you that has no definitive time associated with it, time allocated for it, 
Start putting on your calendar all the various things that need to get done. Make sure nothing can be scheduled over it and focus intently on doing that. And ideally do the difficult things first thing in the morning when you have the greatest levels of energy. Brian Tracy calls it eat that frog if you have things you don't necessarily want to do, but you know that they're big, important, and necessary. And if you get something meaningful done at the beginning of your day, the rest of your day will be transformed. Mm, excellent. I always say if it's not in your calendar, it won't happen. <laughs> That's exactly right. Agree? Wonderful. So um, I also want to give you the platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that might help with that, but also in a broader sense? Yeah, so I think I'll answer both questions at the same time. My website, impactfulcoaching.com, you can see it behind me, impactfulcoaching.com. And on my website are a bunch of free resources, including a free downloadable ebook specifically on productivity. It's called My Productivity Blueprint. You could also take a free productivity assessment on my website. There are other eBooks, blogs, podcasts, all sorts of things available there. And on all of, I'm on all the primary uh, social media channels as well, most active on LinkedIn. Wonderful. Of course, we put everything in the show notes. And uh, I've uh, when I when I visited your your website, there's a ton. So really, please go there and check it out. Thank you for sharing. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? The question, why aren't people delegating more? Mm. What's their biggest inhibitor? Why, what, what, what's holding people back? I'm actually starting, I don't know when this is going to be released, but when we're recording this the next day, as in tomorrow, I'm starting a masterclass on delegation. And that's typically how I open. I focus on why it's so important for leaders to delegate. And the question we have to ask ourselves is why don't leaders delegate more? Because most people know it's important. The only question is why aren't they doing it? And there's a whole list of reasons. I call them excuses, but they're reasons. They're not mm -hmm. that they're not justified. They, there's a reason why people feel this way, but mm -hmm. there are answers to those challenges, I guess you'd say. And ultimately, I say to people, these are your choices. You can continue to do what you've been doing, or you could try for better. And the only way to try for better is to be able to answer those questions so that you can move forward and get better results. Excellent. You care for, for sharing uh, one or two examples, what uh, this might look like? Um, in other words, there are excuses. Mm -hmm. uh, some people say they don't have enough time. They don't have the right person. Um, they, it takes too long. I've mentioned that one before. They like to, they like to keep control is another one or people like there's certain jobs people want to continue doing even though when you become a leader you need to think differently about your work it's no longer about you it's about the team and it's no longer about you doing the work so if you're a mechanic for example and you open up a mechanic shop if all you're going to do is focus on continue to focus on fixing cars you cannot grow your business mm -hmm. so you need to shift your mindset as michael gerber talks about in emith you have to move from being working on your uh, in your business to on your business and that's often what leaders need to do and that's why delegation is so important because that's what allows you the space to have vision to be creative to provide leadership to others but if you're too busy in the weeds doing the work on a daily basis you just can't provide that I think the control part is a big issue uh, as you just mentioned it's uh, it's really kind of like the One of the major things that I encounter also with uh, executives, so it's like they're really stuck in this mode of like, so if, if they can 
if they don't uh, control it, uh, everything goes haywire, so to speak. Is that yeah. similar to your experience? And we're and we're often perfectionists, right? I, yeah. I certainly am. I'm, I'm, my background is in education, so I think a lot of teachers are this way too. You want everything to be exactly right because you're you're training the next generation. So you your material should be exactly so. Your delivery, all of that, and so this perfectionist mindset, uh, you know, really starts to take hold, and then everything is attached. If you're the CEO, if you're a leader that everything that goes out in one way or another reflects on you and your work. So I do understand it. It's not like people are just narcissistic or full of ego. There's a reason for it. Sure. But at the same time, if we continue to hold on to everything and we try to be the chief cook and bottle washer in every aspect of what we do, we just can't, we can't scale. And real growth can only come through scaling. Hmm. So recovering perfectionists <laughs> confessing. It's it's life it's life it's lifelong. I don't think we'll ever fully recover. If I'm being honest. Definitely, yeah, it, 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 you just have to be honest in that because it's uh, it's kind of I think it's also a trade of like uh, educators and coaches and uh, etc. When when I encounter other coaches, it's like so you have always this curiosity. You want to to uh, identify something and then you want to have it kind of like get to the root and, and find the perfection in it to some extent. So, but that is also standing in the way of the, as you were just discussing. Well, thank you for, for sharing that. And this uh, brings me already to my, um, um, to my final question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Um, I would say just the other day, we uh, just celebrated the holiday of Passover. And so uh, the whole family came together, including uh, married children who live out of the country and others. And so there's that goodbye moment when folks, you know, head off to the airport and head back home. And so, you know, on the one hand, being with everyone for two weeks straight can have its ups and downs, as you can imagine, with family dynamics being what they are. At the same time, there's always that element of goodbye, and goodbye is never easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is indeed. Well, thank you for this uh, precious uh, goosebumps moment with your loved ones. And also thank you, Dr. Naftali, for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you, and I appreciate very well, much thank the you. knowledge and insight you shared with us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It was a real pleasure. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Thank you for listening, and as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.